Greetings and welcome. You are listening to The One, a show focused on discovering the one whose love is not matched and whose will is far-reaching. Today is Tuesday, March 16th. I'm Father Patrick, and we are praying our way through Lent, being inspired by God's Word. Now, within the structure of daily prayer, the church has offered set times known as the daily office. These set times were a way of reminding the whole church that we are called to be in constant communion with our God. They were also designed to reflect and draw us into what was known as the divine hours, times in our day when significant moments occurred in the life of Christ. For example, the hours Jesus was on the cross, the hour Jesus died, and the hour Jesus was laid in the tomb, each marked by a prayer time within the traditional daily office. Currently, in our Book of Common Prayer, contains an abbreviated form of the daily office, inviting us to pray at four general moments or times in our day. Morning prayer, the time right as we wake up. Noonday prayer, the time in the middle of our day to reset ourselves on God. Evening prayer, that time when we begin to settle down from the day's activities. And finally, Compline, the time right before we go to sleep. What the daily office does is bookend our days in prayer. The very first words of each day are directed to God, and the very last words of each day are given to God. I don't think there's anything more poetic or beautiful than that devotion. We see this emphasis on our words in the opening acclamation of morning prayer. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. This invitatory call is found in Psalm 51, a psalm that cries out to God for renewal of one's spirit, to be not simply a reflection of God, but a sacramental expression of God's Spirit. We ask that our lips may be open, but really it's God's words that we speak and that are heard. Words carry a lot of weight. I remember growing up that little rhyme we used to say all the time, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, we all probably know too well that words do hurt, and quite possibly they hurt and never heal as well. The Bible speaks both positively and negatively to the potential of our words, and when it's negative, it has a devastating potential to set one's whole life ablaze. Words carry much weight, and what comes forth from our words is a reflection of what is in our heart. Words have the power to build up and tear down. This is why, as a church and people of faith, we put a lot of emphasis on the words we should be saying. O Lord, open our lips only to speak your words. The daily office encourages us to consider the words we speak throughout our day and watch what we say to each other. It invites us to direct our first words to God each day and offer our last words to Christ each day. And everything in between is spoken to build up and edify each other. 
James is the one letter that speaks the most to the concern of an unbridled tongue. James emphasized the need to be doers of God's word and not simply hearers of it because he was convinced that the one way to bridle our tongue is to fill our soul with God's word. A reading from James chapter 1 verses 19 through 25. My beloved, be quick to hear, but slow to speak, and slow to anger, for human anger does not fulfill the justice of God. So get rid of any filth and reject the prevailing evil, and welcome the word that has been planted in you and has the power to save you. Be doers of the word and not just hearers, lest you deceive yourselves. The hearer who does not become a doer is like the one who looked at himself in the mirror. He looked and then promptly forgot what he was like. But those who fix their gaze on the perfect law of freedom and hold unto it, not listening and then forgetting, but acting on it, will find blessings on their deeds. Words that resonate with me were quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, the word that has been planted, and finally, find blessing on their deeds. Let us now use these words and phrases to pray. Father, thank you for your word and the inspiration that comes when we dwell within it. Help us to be quick to hear, to listen to your word and others. May we not cause confusion by speaking too soon and letting our anger to overflow, but help us to be quick to hear your voice and slow to question your plan and purpose. We realize the need for genuine faith to be made known in our words and in our actions. Grant that we grow in grace and in knowledge of Jesus Christ. Keep us ready and willing to learn from your word that has been planted in us and to translate it into godly practice, especially in our words. As we look to Christ, we pray that we may become increasingly like him. Amen. Words carry weight, and hence our words in faith are spoken to build up and edify. And in doing so, there is nothing more important than to be quick to listen. My arrow prayer for today is I realize the need for genuine faith to be made known in my words and in my actions. Grant that I grow in grace and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Make sure you take your words and phrases and make your own arrow prayer for yourself. And then take on the day by promising to only speak words that edify others. You are listening to the one, and like Andrew, who shares with Peter, his brother, that he has found the one, continue to share your faith with others as you discover Jesus, who is the one in your life.